Hey guys and welcome back to the Ref Thought Unplug podcast. Today we're joined by recruitment expert Lucia and today Hi. we're going to be talking all through interview tips. And remember guys if you watch on YouTube please give us a like, subscribe and a follow, leave any questions or comments for Lucia down in the box below. Um, so welcome back to the podcast Lucia. Thanks for me guys. How are you? Very good thanks, nice to be back. I know it's been a while, we've missed you. What okay. have you been up to? You know, recruiting. Lol, has it been busy? <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it has been, and do you know what? It's actually really nice to get back into the swing mm-hmm. of recruiting again. I think last year with, uh, it was last year, wasn't yeah. it? With everything that was going on with COVID, it kind of took a bit of a hit. So people weren't recruiting, even though people were getting ready to, even when we were coming out, people were getting ready to get back into the swing of things and try and grow their businesses and grow their teams again it was still getting to that point where it's like let's maybe look internally as opposed to using recruitment consultants um or outsourcing it for other people to come in and help businesses so it's actually nice to be able to work with with people at the moment and it's really exciting to be recruiting um and see the world start actually opening back up again so yeah it's going oh, really well oh, amazing love yeah. that lovely to hear that and um, what would you say first of all your top advice would be when it comes to um interview advice I feel like I've got quite a lot of advice and it's all quite standard advice but it's so I feel like it's really relevant and so important so if you go into an interview and we'll do another one about CVs and stuff like that so it all makes sense maybe like a little bit of a a trilogy or something yeah love that bit of a series series. um but do your homework on the company imagine going in for an interview imagine Mm. being the person that is interviewing somebody and they say so so what what do you know about us tell me what you know about us why do you want to work for us well i don't know that's straight away that's enough isn't it red flag 100 percent. it's it is and that's exactly where it is a red flag and it's turn off no one's interested you know the employer wants to know that if you're coming in for an interview you actually care about the job you're applying for you're excited Mm -hmm. about it you're driven you're passionate all those things are so important if you don't display that straight away in the interview by saying you know what what I love about your business is the fact that you've got dogs and for me that promotes like a healthy workplace yeah, and it's a, mental health and well-being and all that jazz yeah and you know I know that you do company events and I love getting involved and stuff like that in fact I love doing events outside of work to do something like that it just shows I've done a little bit of research into the company and I know I know why I want to work for you because an interview is such a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's really important that the employer is making the right decision in terms of, you know, um, what type of candidate am I looking for? Are they going to fit in our business? But also, is the candidate going to be happy? Yeah. Is the candidate going to fit? And so it's, it is a two-way the street. The two need to marry up fully, 100%. don't they? 100%. So I think it's just making sure that, you know, both of them, both parties are sort of on the same page. Um Another thing I'd say is when you write your CV, and again, we'll do a separate one on CV so I won't go too much into it, but when you're writing your CV, there's only so many ways you can kind of write it and format it. Yeah. Um, but make sure that when you're in your interview, a lot of people take their CVs into an mm-hmm. interview, which, which is fine, or usually the employer or whoever it is, the recruiter, will have a copy of your CV just so they can note down any questions that they might have or anything like that. But make sure that when you're in your interview and you're talking to your prospective new employer or whoever it may be, that you're not reading it like a script. So you're not saying, um, uh, read okay. my personal profile and, you know, this is a little bit about me or, you know, obviously it's got to make sense. Um but just try and have a conversation with them. So tell your story as opposed to just reading your CV as if it was a script because yeah. 
They want to see personality, I suppose, don't they? Yeah, definitely. And I think now, you know, a lot of people can have uh, can either have skills or if you don't have skills, you can develop them. But it's really about, it's more becoming, I think, much more of a culture fit type of thing um, and a personality because like with anything, with a, like a football team, a rugby team, I know I've, I've spoken to Nick Ellis about this and he always uses this and he said if you had... For example, a rugby team, you wouldn't have every single person in the same position. You'd have you have different people in different positions because mm-hmm. everybody has better qualities with some things than others. Like you can be really, really creative and I'm the least creative person you'll ever meet in my life. And that's why you're great at what you're doing. That's why I'm okay at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you um, are creative, girl. But, but my point is everybody has good and not so good qualities about themselves. So when you're going for an interview, being yourself is the best way to be because that's you only have a couple, like a half hour, an hour, or however long your interview is going to be to really impress. And, mm-hmm. and that short interview is all they've got to go on. And your CV as well, which is really just the first point of contact. So that's that's another another point. I feel like I'm just reeling off all the points here. No, I love this. I find this really interesting, actually. Well, I just, I, I actually think it's, it's, it's pretty easy and most people yeah. know know the process anyway and I'm kind of not saying anything that you don't already know but it's more just a case of you know when I interview other people I try and say to them this is not I don't like to do things formally and and don't get me wrong some companies do want it to be formal Mm -hmm. so you might go into a company that does things um much more corporate they want you to wear the suit the certain color code and and that's fine um but then other companies you know you were to come for an interview uh a ref four unplugged it would be totally different if you it might be like up. if you're a flavor of ice cream what would it be and why <laughs> yeah that's the vibe whereas, isn't it yeah a hundred percent and it's you've just got to you've got to tailor everything that you're doing to that particular job you know You've got to look at the industry that you're going into and even sometimes you might have one industry. So you could have podcast stations or channels or whatever they are and one's unplugged and then the other dead super excited and fun and pink and yellow and everything. Whereas you might have other podcasts that are dealing with totally different things. So although they do the same thing, the way they deliver their mm-hmm. message or their whatever it is is totally different. So that's, that's all it's sort of about is just tailoring whatever it is that you're saying to... The business um and it shows that you're interested in the business as well um one really really obvious thing is don't be late yes i feel like straight away leaves a bad impression doesn't it i mean i'd be furious if you yeah. turned up late to one of my interviews because you know it's the hiring processes it can be a really long process so whether you're doing it from as a recruiter or whether you're doing it as a hiring manager sort of internally it it's still very time consuming and um they want to get it right so whoever it is whether you're doing it on behalf of a client or whether you are the client you're doing it yourself time is precious and you know time is money so making sure that you're getting the right person in and you're spending enough time with them you know if you turn up if we've blocked an hour out for your interview and you turn up half an hour late we've only got half an hour for you to really show off and say this is me and this is what I'm about and also it just Mm -hmm. displays that you've got a total lack of um, interest for the job I think mm-hmm. because oh I'll just turn up whenever I want yeah. and you know they'll just see me anyway and it's it's not the right attitude to have if you know I mean I, I ages ago years ago I went for an interview and it was over in Liverpool now it was about a 40 minute drive it was a 30 minute drive without traffic it's about 40 45 minute drive with traffic so I tried it 
I mean, this is probably a little bit of overkill, but, you know, that's just <laughs> who I was at the time. Um, but I went over and did the journey without any traffic. I was going over to Liverpool anyway. I thought, I'll just carry on the journey. Um, and then I did it again when there was traffic, so at rush hour. And I realised, oh, my God, if I wouldn't have done that, I would be really late for the interview. So I got there and I did the interview and I was early and it was fine. Um, but it's just, it's just yeah. taking a bit of care. I think, like, if you turn up late to an interview, straight away to the employer, it's like does that mean that they're going to be late during where during the shift like things like that doesn't it it makes them maybe seem 100%. less like reliable you want they want you want to see them there keen I ready to so. go and i think i think it just displays a, a lack of interest i know i've already said it but it's just something you know everyone's time is precious whether you're the candidate or or you're the person that's hiring it's just mm-hmm. you've got to go you've got to go right and it's not a difficult thing to get right either and even yeah. if you use public transport know your routes as well it's not yeah, difficult, it takes absolutely. two minutes. Um, and I also understand it's, it can be difficult as a candidate. If you're a really, really needs a really, really needs job and you're just throwing your applications out there, I'm not saying that that's, that's a good thing because I, I don't think it is, but you're never going to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if candidates are really, really unhappy in their job and they're like, I just need to get out of there, they're just going to apply for everything and when they get their interviews, they're going to go to as many interviews as they can. Um so appreciate that some of them might not be as driven as others, but it's just fine-tuning that and looking into who's ticking as many of those boxes as possible. And you want to be somebody that displays that you are ticking as many of those boxes as possible. Um, and, and also, sort of on the back of that, being able to forecast what the employer might be concerned about. So say, for example, um, you know, living... Uh, the, the office is based in Heswell and I'm living over in, I don't know, let's say Chester, for example, and I don't drive. Mm-hmm. As an employer, you're immediately thinking, you know, transport links, how easy is it for you to get to us yeah. as a business? Do you drive? If you don't drive, how are you going to get there? So it's all things like that that you need to consider. Mm-hmm. So it's great to be able to go into an interview and say, so I appreciate that I live in Chester. I don't, by the way, this is just an example. Um, but, uh, you know, I appreciate that I live in Chester and it's going to take me you know, 40 minutes to get there, but don't worry, I've done a practice run, I know how to get there, or I know what train I need to get. Um, Just open the lines of communication Mm. and be honest. And and own it. Makes you look keen, I think, doesn't it? It does, and it's like anything at all, relationships with friends, anything, work, family, as long as whatever it is that you're doing, well, this is my opinion anyway, as long as whatever it is that you're doing or saying, as long as you own it and you can back it up and be like, this is the reason why, then it's fine. You know, they shouldn't feel concerned as long as you can say, well, actually, I've done my research, I know my stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't need you to be concerned about yeah, it. Yeah, it's almost something that you don't even need to worry about, like, this is me outside of work, yeah. and I will just be there for when I start, yeah. and that's, that's it, isn't it? 100%. Um, and I think my sort of final point on it is is kind of what your attitude. So um, sometimes you have people that are coming in for interviews, and, and don't get me wrong, as I said before, you might have an applicant who has felt really, really fed up in their current position or they haven't got a current position, they're just desperate to get into work because they're applying for loads and loads of positions. Um, again, that's not the best thing in the world. You'd want to try not to get that across when you're coming into an interview. I'm desperate for a job, I'll just take anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to have a level of enthusiasm, a level of positivity, because that just shows that you're passionate about what you're applying to do. Um, or what you're applying for so for me it's about going in with a really positive attitude and 
and making the employer know actually I do care about this and mm-hmm. I am excited about it and you know everyone displays that in different ways and even if you are feeling demotivated if you have been for a couple of interviews don't let that knock you for the next one um, because every interview that you go to is a learning curve it's a new opportunity and it's a new time to to show yourself and market yourself because ultimately that's what you're doing you know and we will talk about it when we when we do one about a CV but a CV and an interview is all about you know, you'll look at Rev4 and what Rev4 do is is marketing. That's that's the bulk of what they do and they mm-hmm. market for different businesses. Now, your CV and your interview is you just personally marketing yourself and showing them, yeah. you know, not necessarily your services, but this is what I do and this is what I'm so good at and this is why I can do it. Um, so when you put in your CV, um, you know, I work really well in a team, but why? Why have you worked so well in yeah, the team? Yeah, give us an example. Tell yeah, us why. Like, we want to know. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'd say attitude is, is a huge part of it. So going with a really positive attitude, show that you're passionate about what it is that you're going to be doing. And if you've got the experience to back it up, a combination of that with a really good positive attitude will, will have you a winner. Oh, amazing. I, think I feel I like we've got all the absolute tips and tricks there for... The interviewing. Well, the, do you know what? There's probably loads out there, and I'm yeah, sure yeah, they're probably the main crucial it. ones, aren't they? Yeah, they're just they're just a couple of pointers, and I just think you know we all have our own ways of coming across in an interview. That for me is just a couple of mm-hmm. things that I find when I'm interviewing are important to me, and it's what I look for. Yeah, um, I want to look for the the important side of things, the business side of things, but also as a human and and how are you going to fit into the team and and what your role is going to be, and you know people should be interested to ask. So the the first thing and. I'm going on now I've just finished and I'm going on oh no um, don't worry but one of the first things that people think when when an employee says have you got any questions they're like so salary and and it's the first thing they ask or oh no no I don't have any questions actually you can ask questions and it's yeah. fine to ask them it's fine to ask questions that you might find are uncomfortable because actually you want to know work that for you too 100 yeah, you don't want to go into an employer and i'll do anything that you want of, of course it's got it's got to work mm-hmm. from a business perspective but it's got to work from both angles and both mm-hmm. parties have got to be happy um so make sure that you do ask your questions and and you're not just sort of going oh yeah, yeah. whatever you know ask those questions that might feel uncomfortable but that might actually be a deal breaker for you yeah um, true and I don't know what those questions might be. It's different for every individual in your your own personal life. But that's, yeah, they're my top tips. Love that. What would you say about um sort of your outfit, you know, interviewing outfit? What yeah. would you say? Because obviously it probably does depend for different job roles. It does. What would it you say is a kind of appropriate wear? Um, I mean, try and avoid... It's, I'm going to say try and avoid sort of the whole ripped jeans, trainers kind of look. Yeah. What you might wear on the weekend to go shopping or something. Um, Just think that this is an opportunity for you to display yourself and you're not going to get the job based on what you're wearing. You're yeah. going to get the job based on how epic your skills are, your personality, mm-hmm. um, your wh- whatever it is that they consider to be important. So it's, it's not the be all and end all. And obviously you won't, it's just it's all about first impressions it almost has to remain professional in a sense doesn't it um and you know if you're going for it let's just say for example um you're going for a position to you know to be a solicitor for example you know turning up in you know a I don't know, a pair of ripped jeans isn't going to be suitable. You know, they're a much more corporate mm. um, yeah. type of company. They are going to expect that when you turn up, you're going to be on your A-game wearing probably an office-style um, outfit. And it depends. Have a, that, And that's why looking at their socials is so important. Have a look at their website. Yeah, gauge what everyone else is yeah, doing. Yeah, because if, if you looked at, you know, Laird Assessors, for example, um, 
and you turned up in it in a full-blown suit that's not it's not going to stop you from getting the job but it's it's going to indicate not, that you like, haven't required there yeah, is you, it you haven't done your research and you look into their company and and you know sometimes companies say monday to friday we do uh, oh sorry on on a friday we do dress down fridays well that's great but for my interview i want to come across as a little bit more professional or i don't want to become yeah. as professional if you're going for a job you know i don't know to do something arty or creative then you don't necessarily need it you just have to gauge it's all dependent on the type of company yeah. that it is um so just do your research i think that's so important um and i'm respectful as well you know mm. you want to know that you know your stuff and yeah, absolutely that, what you're wearing and also as well do you not feel that when you've got like a a strong outfit on mm, you feel you like dress. amazing yeah you'll walk in feeling completely different than 100%. how you are in your, your pjs at home yeah i mean we all, I don't i mean anyone who says that when they were working from home they didn't throw like the loungewear on or their pjs mm. on or you know i laugh but i remember last year some people said i haven't even been dressed today and it was like three o'clock and I'm, what oh you haven't even been dressed? <laughs> but you know that's that's fine do what you want when you're working from home but when you come in the office and you have your e-game on having that that outfit on can sometimes not all the time because i appreciate that what you wear doesn't always depend yeah. but sometimes having that outfit on just makes you feel like right i'm ready to boss the day now and i'm ready to, to crack on i think you guys have done a podcast yeah we've, about this a we've talked ago. about this on a podcast about what was our podcast called um, I, can't, I can't remember what it was called it was, you are what you wear you are what you are is what it's called it. so go and check it out now we're talking all about how a power blazer can absolutely change the way you approach the day and, and just I, simply I actually think it does 100%. I find this sounds ridiculous but sometimes when I'm I've come into work and I am dressed I mean because we don't have necessarily a dress code yeah. in the office as long as you do your job and you're really good at it and you're passionate about it and all those things then it doesn't really matter what you wear yeah um so I'm relatively dressed down today I've got a pair of jeans on a jumper and it is where it is but if I've got a meeting and I know I need to go into that meeting and I need to be on my a-game I'm going to try and dress a little bit more. Nice blazer, skirt. Yeah, because I just want to be able to put myself in a position where my mindset's in the right place yeah. and where I feel confident. Where I feel confident, that's when I'm like, right, no one can get in my way now. Yes. Um, it's all about the attitude, isn't it? I think so. Um, and the blazer as well. <laughs> and the lovely Zara blazer. <laughs> Shout out to Zara, hun. Awesome winter vibes. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> oh my God, have you seen everything on Zara at the moment? Don't. I was on, there, on the app last night. Get me in the shop. I'm going at the weekend. I'll let you guys know. I do a Zara haul in here. <laughs> Good idea. Oh, well, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having us, guys. Um, hopefully, you know, you've learned a few tips or tricks there from Lucia on, you know, interview advice. Um, for any other questions or if you've got anything you want to ask Lucia, please pop it in the comments box below and you'll be sure to answer. Um, but thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And guys. thanks for watching. Remember, please give us a like, subscribe, and a comment, and we will catch you in our next podcast. Bye.